Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Good morning, everyone. Welcome, welcome. It is day 200, excuse me, 254 of the Faith Led Business Podcast. I'm super excited to be seeing you all this morning, bright and early, and we are ready. We are ready to rock this day, and I'm so excited about it because we're going to be learning about how to do more with less. And that is actually one of the gifts that we have as followers of Christ. It's to be able to do more with less. Why is that possible? Because we do not operate in the natural. We operate in the supernatural. And so the more that we can understand what resources we have available to us, those things that seem impossible, that seem like it's going to take forever, a really long time for them to appear, for them to happen, for there to be a breakthrough, whatever it may be, those things that you thought would take forever with God can be done like this, in the snap of a finger. And so we're going to Uh, read a little bit about this. We're going to think on these things. And I'm just super excited. I see you all hopping on. Good morning, everyone. Let's get right to it, shall we? So today we're going to be talking, like I said, do more with less. And we're going to be taking a look at Psalm 90, 12 and also 17. So let's go right over there. And it says, teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Moses had seen a generation squander 40 years in the wilderness. He believed that if leaders could only gain a keen sense of the swift passage of time, And if they would work for something significant, they could die with a great sense of satisfaction. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel that you are working right now for something significant? Wouldn't you love to find yourself on your last day with a great sense of satisfaction? Isn't that like the one reason why so many people spend so much time looking for their purpose, trying to find their passion in life? So that once we get to that moment, whenever it may be, we don't look back with regrets. Nobody wants to live with regrets. And nobody wants to live a life where When they look back, they don't feel that they have completed their assignment. And so one 
of the things that John Maxwell says is leaders don't kill time, they execute it. And that is such a powerful phrase. Leaders do not kill time, they execute it. I right now am on a mission. I'm on a mission to prove that true. And how is that? I've mentioned before, but maybe um, you were not on that podcast episode where, <clears throat> excuse me, through uh, throughout my entrepreneurial life, um, I came to a place where I became a workaholic and my work became my identity. It became my happy place. It became the place where I thought I would gain significance, where I thought I would gain approval. And so the more time I could spend in it, the better. And interestingly enough, during those days, it wasn't necessarily that I needed to be successful with it. It was just that I was in it. Have you ever been just happy being in a space? Not necessarily executing anything, doing anything in the space, but just being in a space? It's kind of like sometimes when you go to church, right? It's like, there's just something nice about being in this building. I feel all like nice and cozy and everybody thinks the same and we're all praising and worshiping together. And it's just like a really nice place to be. That's how I was with my business. And I would spend a lot of time doing busy work, yet failing to execute on the mission that I had, on the assignment that I had in that time, in that space, in that season. Therefore, completely missing the mark. And instead of reaping what God had for me, I ended up reaping a lot of other things, which was issues with my health. I ended up going through uh, two years of horrible panic attacks that just came out of nowhere to the point where I couldn't drive, to the point where before I was the contact at the school that I worked, I was the music teacher there for 10 years and I was the parent liaison, and because I spoke Spanish, I was the interpreter. I mean, I wore so many hats at that school. And all of a sudden, all that was taken away, and I became a hermit, and I wouldn't even leave the house, not even to go buy dog food. And so my failure to execute in my assignment brought on a whole slew of things that were not on my radar because I liked that comfy place where I was. And I made it so comfy that I made it ineffective. I made it so comfy that in the end, the truth is it was all about me. It was not about the service that God wanted to fulfill through me. And so I love when John Maxwell says leaders don't kill time. They execute. How much time do we spend 
or do we waste just on asking ourselves, am I enough? Can I really do this? All of the time that we spend on our own, in our own minds, not even going into the beginning part of what it means to actually work a business. We spend so much time in the pre-working the business, talking ourselves out of the business. It's so interesting to me that we do that. We know why we do that. That's where the enemy likes us to live. And so it makes sense that we would spend time there, not even starting to execute what God has for us. Yet here is the thing. He's saying, why are you procrastinating? Do you, why do you think you need so much in order to start? He's saying you can do more with less. Why? Because I am the one working through you. You can do so much more than you think. And here's a harsh truth, a harsh truth. That delayed obedience is still disobedience. Even if you get to it at some point, or you're thinking, I will get to it at some point, yet he told you to go write that book, or he told you to go start that course, or he told you to go make that call, or put up that website, put that pay sign on whatever you're offering, and you said, I will get to that later. I hear you, Lord, but but right now I'm not quite ready. I will get to that in a little bit. Let me put these ducks in a row first, and then I'll get to what you asked me to do. He's saying delayed obedience is still disobedience. I want to read Psalm 912 again, and I want you to and I want to give you a new def definition of one of those words. It says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. I can't remember if it's in the Hebrew or in the um, in the Greek. Either way, I'll have to go. I, I believe it's in the Hebrew. Wisdom. The definition of wisdom is skill at war. Skill at war. Why is it that we procrastinate? Why is it that we hesitate? Well, I had just told you that the enemy has a whole strategy for each and every one of us when it comes to delaying execution in our businesses. And so when, when we are asking God to give us a heart of wisdom, we're asking him to actually give us a heart with enough strength 
and with enough passion and with enough desire to fulfill God's calling on our lives that we are willing to go to war for it on a daily basis. That we are willing to armor ourselves up in his word. That we are willing to align ourselves to him daily so that we can do more with less time. The reason why I was telling you that I am at the beginning of this, that I am committed to prove this right of doing more with less time is because of those workaholic tendencies that I happen to have that were in full, full effect many years ago. And I've been able to slowly start tapering that off, but it sneaks up on me really easily. And so now I've had the confirmation by various people that I'm only to work four hours a day. When easily I would be working because in between the kids and jumping around and doing all of these different things, 10 to 12, easily and happily, thoroughly enjoying what I'm doing, yet still being disobedient to what God called me to do in terms of maybe spending more time with my family or spending more time in self-care. And so I, last night I sat down, I don't think I have my, and I wrote down all of these different notes about how I was going to execute that plan. Because when you go to war, you don't just get up and go. You have a plan to where you are going to arrive, what you're going to do there, how many things you need in order to defeat your opponent. In my case, my opponent would be me believing what the enemy says that I have to do more in order to have a specific outcome. that this is more important than other things that God has called me to do, that this is not high on my priority list. And so last night I made a plan. I made a plan of exactly how many hours I need for each thing that I need to do because I need the skill it's not just an anointing to go out and war. It is a skill to be able to execute. And so I have to take my thoughts captive, take my emotions captive, take my addictions captive, which may be to social media or to just be browsing or just be on the computer itself and say, what was it that God is wanting you to do right now? Because delayed obedience, once again, is disobedience. How am I going to do this though? Because it seems like a lot of work and it seems like I could stray from it easily. How many of you have started off 
the new year, every new year with a plan, with a new goal, with something that you were like determined to do. And by the end of the month or month two, you had talked yourself out of it. Right? I think we've all had those types of circumstances and situations where we've talked ourselves out of what our plans are. And so we need to remember that God knows us so well. He knows our tendency so well that he will meet us at our point of need and that we need to know that as his sheep, we need to be willing to hear his voice and direction. Uh, I mentioned this the other day, but I'm going to mention it again because I think it's it's an amazing analogy. And it's really interesting that in Jesus' day, shepherds were usually in charge of about 100 sheep. And they had this custom that at night, they would take their sheep to this fold and, and there would be 10 shepherds would come to this specific place to bring all of their sheep. So in the end, there were a thousand. There were a thousand sheep. And they, had, they would appoint one shepherd to watch the whole flock while they would go into town at night and they would rotate. And the shepherd knew his sheep so well that the next morning when they would come, they would just call out to their flock and those hundred sheep would go to the right shepherd. And not only that, but they had the ability to just change the tone of their voice just a tad, just enough that even with the hundred that they would take care of, he could call just one. And they would know his voice and they would know that he was talking to them and he would follow. God is saying, I have a plan for you. I have an assignment for you. I have something really good for you. I'm looking to fill the desires of your heart. And maybe you, you've heard that before and you think, wow, that's awesome because I desire a lot of things. But here is the thing. When you hear the voice of the father and you decide to drop it all and to follow him, the desires that you had in your heart before all of the sudden start to change into the desires of his heart. Because as you spend that skin to skin time with him, your heart beats as one. And so all of a sudden, his desires become your desires. And he says he will fulfill the desires of your heart. And they will be the right desires. They will be the desires that will truly fulfill you. 
They will be the desires that actually bring tears to your eyes. When you have accomplished it, or even as you journey to it. Because you know you have this deep-seated belief and passion for that desire. And it didn't just come out of nowhere. It's Holy Spirit activating that passion and that excitement in you. And so it's up to us to be willing to stay connected enough to hear his voice so then we can wake up every single day and instead of delaying the call, when that shepherd calls out to the hundred and he's like, look, we're heading this way, they don't sit back and argue with him They don't sit back and negotiate with him. They don't sit back and give him all of the excuses why they can't. They get up and they go. They get up and they go. When we are willing to operate with that level of obedience, trust me, Things will happen for you at a speed that you could never imagine. Maybe not in all the areas that you're thinking of, but definitely in the areas that he wants you to see his immediate response and his immediate presence. I have been asking God for clarity this last week. Because he has placed in me a lot of ideas. And Monica loves to get distracted with ideas. That's the whole thing with also kind of being a workaholic, right? I'm on to the next and on to the next. And ooh, I just thought this up. So I'm going to start there. And then you kind of just get all over the place. So I have been being still. And before doing the next thing and jumping right into it, I've been spending time with God in prayer. And I have been saying, Lord, I need a sign. I need you to tell me what you want me to work on first, what you want me to work on today. I don't want to go off and do the same that I have for so long and get the same results. I want what you have promised for me, a life in abundance to the full, overflowing, But I can't have that if I try to do it on my own. If I make my own schedule, I know that's not going to happen. So I need a sign, Lord. And I've been waiting on that sign for for this past week. And I said, Lord, have somebody call me. Show me in, in your word. Speak to me while I'm praying. I don't care how you do it. Right? Send a dove from the heavens to just land on my porch and then hang out there. And if it turns around three times and does a little jump and then flies away, then I'll know it's you. That's kind of how we want God to manifest, right? But I just said, Lord, I just, I'm going to stop until you tell me to go. I don't want to walk in the wrong direction. And guess what? 
this morning as I got up and I was getting ready and I opened up my phone and I was looking through my emails real quick. I saw an email that was unexpected. It was from a member of our Faith-Led Business Builders free community. And the answer that I was waiting for, because I rarely, rarely ever get emails other than requests to do work or questions about coaching or tech or whatever, but just like a regular conversational email, I rarely get from the people in the community, right? So it stood out to me. I read it and I said, thank you, Lord. This was the confirmation. This was what I needed. The exact words, the exact direction came in that email. And so now that I know that I know, I don't need to hesitate anymore. I don't need to stand still anymore. Now I have clear directions and my job as a faith-led entrepreneur is to just go in and execute that. Not get distracted by all the other ideas that I had, but to execute on the calling that he has for me right now in this season it could be for the next month. It could be for the next year. It could be for the next 10 years. I don't know, but it's my job to be available to that. Priscilla Schreier gives a great, um, a great example of how we may say, oh my gosh, I would love for God to speak to me but I don't really know how to do that. I, I don't feel like I have that kind of relationship or I'm not, you know, I'm not tuned into that. And it's so interesting because she said that before she got married, she moved into the apartment where she would ultimately move in with her husband. And that as growing up, they were only allowed to watch TV for one hour a week. And so during that time, it was the classic, um, you know, Cosby show that they would watch every Thursday night. I don't know if you guys are that age as well, but that was our routine, right? And so we basically, she said that, you know, she only knew that and nothing else. They weren't really allowed to watch TV other than that. And so when she got married, the first thing and went to that apartment, the first thing that she had done was to put in some cable, right? Call the cable guy, call the cable guy. And, uh, and he came in and all of a sudden he hands her this remote control. He hands her this remote control and she turns it on and all of a sudden, like her mouth drops at the tons and tons and tons of channels that she had available to her. And it was interesting to her to, for her to see that those channels had always been available to her. She just didn't have the access because she didn't have the remote control. 
She didn't have what she needed to turn on that access, even though it still existed. And I love that story because it's the same for us. God wants us to not delay. He wants us to execute. And you may be saying to yourself, what do I execute? I have no idea. I, don't, I have no idea what the next step is. Or maybe you do, but you need more clarity. Or maybe your delay is just fear and you're believing something more, something else more than you are believing him. Regardless, the way to get out of any of those scenarios is to know that you, through the Holy Spirit, have access to your answers. You have access to him. Let me read you Psalm 90, 17. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. My friends, your hands are important. He knows the plan. He wants you to work the plan. He trusts you enough to work the plan. To enable you to be a co-creator in the stirring of souls for him through your business. He knows you so well that he has placed specific gifts in you to do that. And today he wants us to see that leaders do not hesitate, they execute. And he wants you to know that there is a reason for what you're doing. Teach us to number our days, O Lord, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. That we may gain a heart of wisdom, skill at war. We are going to ask him today to give us those skills to just ingrain in our mind, in our hearts, what that looks like tangibly for each and every one of us. You can ask God for specifics. You can ask him for the details. He doesn't have to be this ominous, just very distant entity. The original church was built on relationship, relationship with him. And he is calling us back into relationship with him so that we can know his voice so well that the moment we hear it, we drop everything. We may have been going right and he wants us to go left. We immediately turn left without hesitation and we walk into our destiny that he has laid out for us. And so let's go ahead. Let's pray this day in. Let's make this happen. Let's stop with uh, arguing for our limitations. And let's start moving forward. So here we go. Thank you, Father, because we know 
that we have access to you, that you love us so much, so much, and you know us so well from the top of our heads to our tippy, tippy toes, that you would gift us the ability to move your people, to take them from a place of despair to a place of hope, to take them from a place of feeling unworthy to a place where they feel and they know that they are your child, their princess, or their prince. That you have special things waiting for them on the other side of their belief. And so today, Lord, we ask that you give us those skills or that awareness of the areas in our lives that we need to develop and the areas in our lives that we need to be in obedience to you. There is no safer place than in your will, Lord. And so today we are asking, give us the determination and the consistency that we need in order to step forward towards you, not away from you. So that we can truly see how we can do more with less because we don't have to do it all. Because when we say yes to you, that is all you need in order to make things that could take years and years to create, have it happen in one year or even in a month. We trust you more than anything, Lord, and we know that you are faithful to your promises. So we will walk in that trust, we will walk in that believe we belief, we will walk in that knowledge, and we will not back down. Because soldiers will always move towards the battlefield, not away from it. And so give us what we need to step into that battlefield and conquer in your name, whatever it may be. It could be our own mindset. It could be our physical ailments. It could be our business. It could be our family, our relationships, our clients. It could be those who don't know you. Whatever it is, we are ready to, and willing to stand strong, to stand firm in your promises, to stand firm in your strength and the courage that you will provide us to walk with you. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. Put your hedge of protection over each and every person listening today and just be with us and give us the desire, the desires of our heart, which is yours. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with me this morning. This was super fun. Today, I didn't read out of the devotional. I just came straight to um, scripture that he showed me last night. So this one was um, one that he really wants us to hear, I believe. He really wants us to be in a place of movement and action towards what he is calling you to do. And so I am super excited about it. I cannot wait to share with you guys now that I have clear direction what I'm going to be sharing with you soon. And if you are not yet part of the Faith Led Builders 
free group on Facebook. Make sure you go on over there. Those of you who are part of it, there is a freebie in the announcements for you guys uh, that will hopefully bless you and give you the ability to create more content easily for your audience as you grow your business. So have a fabulous day. Uh, this is going to be an amazing day. I get to chat with my collective membership group tonight, which I always look forward to doing. And um, I am just super, super excited. And I hope you are too, to move into this day with the love and the courage and the amazing things that he has for you. So have a fabulous day, everybody. Love you all. If you have any prayer requests, feel free to put them in the comments and our community will meet you in that. Take care, everybody. I'll talk to you soon.